0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. And uh, before I start, a special thank you to those of you who showed up to my Zoom with Dad starting over. Uh, that was great last night and um, got a lot of um, interesting things from that that I can talk about and one of them I'll talk about today uh, about emotionality in men and what all male sorts of groups and sites say about that versus what I have seen and feel as a woman and as a obviously a therapist in private practice working with couples and men and women individually as well. So uh, before we dive into that topic please do subscribe so that you can get all of the subscription only episodes which are the last ones was Mr. Perfect and his crazy wife and I'm going to do my whole couples you meet in counseling series and um, the one on attachment theory people have found very useful oral sex on women everybody likes that so can't forget to mention that one ever and uh 35 plus other episodes okay so here's the thing so the guys that (laughs) like follow dad starting over and the guys that are in the manosphere uh talking about women and how to have their relationship be better they um they're like one subset of men and they are ones who are really uh, interested in and caring about their relationship. Many of them are kind of preoccupied attachment, meaning they are the more insecure partner. And again, go back to my uh, attachment theory podcast for more on this. So they are not though the Average guy. The average guy tends more toward avoidant in his emotions. He may be classified as emotionally uh, avoidant attachment, which um, means that he's like really emotionally avoidant and had a very, a, a, a more of a cold upbringing that led to that. Or he may be more of the average guy who doesn't really think much about his relationship at all and uh, rarely thinks about his wife's uh, inner world unless she's bringing it up. So that is a lot more common than the inverse. So whenever you're around, you know, people like yourself, you know, obviously you start to think everybody's like you. It's like the statistic, only 10% of college kids are binge drinkers. But that 10%, when you ask them how many college kids are binge drinkers, they say 90%. Because they think so, (laughs) because they're surrounded with the, the other binge drinkers constantly on campus. So if you are a guy that's very into like bettering your marriage and what does your wife think of you and, uh, you know, making her more interested in you, you probably are on the less secure end of the spectrum. You likely had an upbringing with a caregiver who was not very consistent in their affection, which primed you to think that you have to be hypervigilant so that you can get any little drops of affection that somebody gives you. And then in your marriage, this may have made your partner even more avoidant than she already was, meaning that you're always kind of begging her for like attention and affection. And in that case, certainly it's good to work on your levels of emotional neediness or whininess even, you know, and those are definitely going to be turnoffs to women. But for more men, more often, women are hoping that men grow more emotionally attached not less and so there's a big difference between an insecure type of expression of emotion like a man following you around saying do you love me do you love me do you love me do you care about me how was your day sweetheart what what can I do what can I do which you know which the woman knows is like to get reassurance So, so that's different than a man who is comfortable with emotions and vulnerability that is ideal so that that is great so that is in fact a turn on to women and it's interesting because the men who are most uh, successful with women from everything that I've seen and I think there was even research about the success of men's marriages that bore this out um, they have older sisters and close relationships with their mothers so what do they know how to do they know how to talk about feelings. <laughs> they they don't necessarily whine and be needy, but they know how to talk about feelings and what a woman's emotions are. They're not scared by women's emotions. They are familiar with the fact that women have feelings and they like to talk about feelings. So... Within the context of what most marriages are like, the man um, needs to grow more comfortable with discussing emotion, not less. And this does not mean that he needs to barrage his wife with constant questions about her inner world, but rather that he needs to be kind of comfortable talking about emotions on a regular basis. It's interesting because I work with... um, People that are not socially successful, you know, and um, and and they they need to make friends and date and whatever. I used to work with a lot more younger people who were actively dating, trying to be um, on the dating market in the first go round. Now, given the whole my whole body of work, more people contact me that are already married or divorced, but. When I was trying to work with people who found it difficult to connect to others, the number one thing that they were doing wrong when they told their stories was their story was this fact, that fact, this fact, this fact. It was a stream of facts. And the listener is like bored. They're like immediately bored. So to, we were talk about injecting more feeling into it, you know, which gives the person some, you know, insight. So for example, if a man's going on a date with a woman and he's like, today, my boss told me that our new project is going to be x so my role is going to be doing x about y and y about z and the team i'm going to be headed to seven people and they're going to be doing x and y and z like i mean she's already asleep and she's not like connected to him whereas if it's something like i was so excited my boss tapped me for this project i had been anxious he wouldn't but i really you know i I feel really relieved now and it's a bigger team than i've ever had you know already there is some some connection because there's some emotionality in what the man is saying. So most men that did not have the benefit of an extremely close relationship with an emotionally aware mother and or close relationships with sisters, particularly older sisters, because they, you know, know how to talk more and for many more years than you, even as a child, and can have more of a mentor role. These men need to focus on being more emotionally expressive, certainly not less. So when I was talking to dad starting over, he said that they train men to be more stoic in the face of female emotion. So this can be good until a point. So for example, if your wife comes home and she's crying about losing her job, and she certainly does not want you to begin to cry and wring your hands and say, oh no, what will we do? Like that is not exactly something that that makes her feel reassured or that you're a strong partner. Um, But the stoicism also cannot be staying there like a rock you know and it's interesting because in session many women tell me and they are so happy and feel so connected and loved when finally the man cries about something you know and the women who have never seen their husbands cry they don't think it's a good thing so if he didn't cry at the wedding he didn't cry at the birth of the child he didn't cry if uh, his parent died he didn't cry if she's diagnosed with breast cancer This is not good. That is way too stoic. So there is like a big difference between being somebody that is begging for emotional sustenance themselves and taking the spotlight away from the woman as she is upset and putting it on him such that he then needs the reassurance, which is not good, and somebody who doesn't seem to give a shit. So while many more preoccupied attachment men that are very worried about their marriages, um... While they may have to learn to be more stoic, and this was in fact uh, what Dad Starting Over said came to his uh, coaching and and workshops is the guys who tend to be more anxious in this way, yeah, sure, they have to work on being more stoic or however you phrase it, not allowing their entire day to be impacted so much by their wife's mood as I write myself in my pieces on stop caring so much what your wife thinks and then the add-on which I just wrote um which was about how men should also have some kind of life outside the marriage but that brings to another point the majority of men so i write not only people are not monolithic obviously so there's all types of people so in those cases i'm writing for the men that are terrified of their wife's judgment who tend to be on the more preoccupied end of the attachment spectrum and but the average guy remember is thinking too little about emotion, because he was not necessarily raised to think about it, so that, the average man needs to do a little bit less outside the house, if, like, he, if he's already working 12 hours, then he goes for happy hour with his friends, and he doesn't text her that he's doing that, that's called being an asshole, like, that is not, like, um, considerate guy or like an independent man that you then want to sleep with, that's a guy who's not going to get laid because he's being inconsiderate. He's not picturing and empathizing with her emotions and how she feels if she's been alone for 12 hours with the kids and then he don't even text her and he's gone for another two hours. So that would be rude. So the majority of women that come in to my office are in this more common situation where they feel like the man can be emotionally inconsiderate and cold and that he needs to work on empathizing and the idea you always have to situate where you start along the spectrum when you try to work on something so obviously if you are already starting out anxious then you need to grow more independent in your own skin but the average man is 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 got independent down at least internally and does not share enough of his vulnerable emotions and does not seem to empathize much with his wife. So in that case it is often very transformative and if you ask, yeah, but will she be attracted to that man a thousand times more? Because many women that I see don't sleep with the men because they think he's an asshole <laughs> and they're kind of right because they tell me stuff he does and it's like, "Oh, like yeah, you, you could have texted her. You could have called. You could remembered that you know it was whatever your anniversary you know like stuff like that so if you are on the end of the spectrum where uh women have traditionally thought that you were not very understanding or empathic then it is obvious (laughs) that you need to work on the other stuff you need to work on being more present more empathic a better listener and actually look like you have some feelings because it's interesting another way that I've uh not seen research on but it's been borne out in my experience as a clinician. Um, is that that men can grow more emotionally aware is if they have a loving high school relationship or early college relationship. So when they're in this young window where their hormones are racing and they're more romantically attuned, you know, a young Romeo, and they get their Juliet, and this girl, it talks about her feelings, and they're saying, I love you all the time, and it's this very loving relationship. Those guys can also get trained to be more emotionally aware and empathic, And then they can get laid like it's their job too when they get out of this relationship, if they get out of it, because they know how to connect to women. So basically the point is you got to learn from a woman how to talk to women. So there's only so much that you can do if you do not practice with women how to talk to women so when you are thinking about your wife's complaints think is she more in the camp where she's like ah uh, ah uh, like go like kind of like go do something you know like is she kind of pushing you away like wishing you were more independent in that case certainly she's going to be more aroused and attracted if you get more independent right but in the case where your wife is like kind of begging for closeness emotionally and always saying like you don't seem to have any feelings well then you're the avoidant partner and she is begging you to get more in tune with your emotionality because for women and for men when emotion is involved in sex that is the most transcendental sex and I talk to so I mean you can really think about it by this it's a good cheat sheet I always ask men in session and you know women when they're coming in with the sexual problem as well do you say I love you during sex and if you never say I love you during sex you're probably an avoidant person emotion And you have no idea how much more it would supercharge your sex life if you did. Because your partner may be waiting, wishing that there was some kind of emotional connection and in fact has stopped having sex with you because the sex seems so rote and uh, detached from emotion. And this is... Not going to be the case if you are the preoccupied attachment partner. If you're the guy that's always like, I love you, sweetheart. You're so beautiful. You're so this, you're so that. If you're that guy and you're not getting laid, then there are other issues where you need to work on maybe being a strong and assertive man and maybe that can help and or maybe she's just done with you and the marriage doesn't work. I mean, I don't know your situation, but if you're a guy and many men are in this situation where your wife regularly is sad that you don't express feelings and wishes you did don't get into some crazy idea that if you did she wouldn't like it she already doesn't like what's going on it can only go up and I have seen it improve dramatically when men that I work with grow more in touch with their emotion they understand the links between their upbringing and their current functioning they understand their wife's internal experience and can empathize and finally say that they understand how she feels about something this isn't just like bullshit like stuff and then somehow the woman is going to grow less attracted to you like that that seems to be like the thought but that's only in the case where the men already are starting out kind of anxious and needy and the wife is the more avoidant partner and I did a podcast on avoidant wives you know so you can listen and see if your wife's an avoidant wife and you've been the pursuer emotionally well yeah then maybe you need to work on neediness but this is not the case for many men and those men individual therapy particularly with a female therapist it's interesting because everybody wants a female therapist (laughs) and both men and women so I tried to hire a male therapist he's great for my practice but so many people just want my female clinicians you know because I guess it's like a mother figure you know like they can open up more readily both genders so if you are a man and you work with a female clinician that's when you can almost practice having more you know, emotional expression with a woman and kind of understand in real time how women think, the female perspective, especially as the relationship, the therapeutic alliance develops over over sessions, over the time span of your work together. So that is where um, it's just the same as when men are like, uh, it's no good when she just goes into these basically uh, social media echo chambers where all her friends bitch about their husband. She ends up more mad at me. Yeah, no shit. Like you're right, you know. But it's the same exact thing when men only talk to other men about what women want. Like that is that's not good either. So there needs to be a lot of cross dialogue, which was why you know the collaboration—that's a fancy a social media term—with uh, Dad starting over was interesting because so it had men and women that were attending that session. So this was just something that I thought about when I was hearing what he. So so like for example, if he's working with a lot of anxious guys who've uh, experienced infidelity or scared that their marriage is going to end. For every one of those guys, there's like twelve guys <laughs> who's uh, who who kind of don't really, you know care to ever really research why their wife's upset at them at all and they're really not getting laid that much either or if they are she kind of seems somewhere else while they're doing it and those guys would benefit from being more romantic more emotionally expressive more vulnerable sharing an insecurity as you heard or um you can hear in my mr perfect and his crazy wife podcast when the man acts too perfect oh look at mr perfect he does everything right The woman doesn't like that. She doesn't feel she's with a real person. This is not like a man that she can understand. This is not like a character in a novel. He's kind of like a robot. She doesn't know why he does anything he does because he doesn't either and they don't talk about it. Here he goes on autopilot takes her on, comes back, hangs out with the kids, wants to have sex, goes to work. It's like being with a, you know, somebody that is like fake. And when these sorts of men who are more avoidant can learn to access their vulnerable side, it could be transformative for their relationship. Their wives finally feel like they're back in that Romeo and Juliet phase, like that they could have been with a high school boyfriend if they had one where they're talking all the time about, you know, oh, I love you so much and like what are I uh, <laughs> A man of that sort that's avoidant, if he says to a woman, I I would— I would be devastated if you ever left me. Oh my God, she's going to be so excited. Whereas, of course, if a man who's always following her around like a puppy dog says it, she's like, yeah, yeah, I know. You'd be devastated if I left you. I know, I know. Because you're constantly following me around. So I guess I know that. But it's so different when a man who doesn't do that usually, who has been trained to be more quote unquote stoic when he says something so romantic like that, or you make my life worth living, everything, you know, that we have, these children, everything is due to you something like that those are the things people come in and they say that finally my husband said something like this some big romantic emotional expressive thing and then we had like the best sex we ever had so this is just a PSA there can be too little emotion of course as every woman knows you know or most women know that are not avoiding attachment and try to supercharge your relationship by adding some in if you are in this more classic male role of the one who is less emotional so um hopefully you guys got something out of this please do let me know and um you know subscribe and all of that same stuff that I always say and I hope that you have a great day and a great weekend